Welcome to Stop, I'm Anxious, a podcast that dives into the topics of mental health, specifically how being anxious makes its appearance in all aspects of life. Come with me on this healing journey of learning, growing, and dissecting our roots of stigmas, scenarios of anxiousness, and how we can help develop better approaches and conversations regarding mental health. Hey everyone, and welcome to the introduction episode. My name is Trinise. I am a creative, I am a mother, and I'm a university student. My major is psychology, so mental health is one of my favorite topics and concerns. I also enjoy various hobbies like reading, watching anime, dancing, and writing. I also published a book called Rumination, an animated poetry book that taps into the creativity of pain, spirituality, love, and the hero's journey of one's psyche. It's available on Amazon Prime. And I really enjoy implementing mental health or wellness into my creative endeavors. So let's get started. Here are a few questions pertaining to the podcast that I will answer. So I know you guys are wondering, what is this podcast about? Again, discussions pertaining to anxiousness and the experiences that follow impact or and or affect anxiousness in myself or another individual as well as creating a space where it's okay to have these feelings yet bravely having uncomfortable conversations take what resonates everyone is different and impacted by different stimuli diversity age and etc No matter where anxiousness is on the spectrum in your personal life, this is the podcast that will be addressing such. So there is no discrimination here or judgment. This is a safe space. So what isn't this podcast about? A lot of things, but mainly this podcast focuses on experiences and questions those experiences. I'm not an expert yet, so unless there is expert advice or suggestions that come into the show, the podcast will not be giving treatment or diagnosis. We are here to just talk about things amongst a community. However, I recommend seeking a professional therapist for more individual assistance and I will list any resources you might find helpful at the end of this episode. So I know you guys are all wondering what exactly does stop I'm anxious mean? Besides literally stating, stop, I'm anxious. (laughs) Well, I want to recognize how much power there is in this saying, stop, I'm anxious. Usually, people who make this statement are in despair or highly anxious. However, using this statement can allow you to validate your feelings and your experiences and reclaim the moment. 
in the healthiest way of course i think anxiousness is usually something that people avoid or mask with their other emotions such as anger i know when i am very anxious i tend tend to silence myself or sometimes i overtalk when i could just simply tell someone i am anxious I know telling others can be a journey because maybe they aren't trustworthy to share vulnerable moments. But stating those feelings is for the emotions, yourself, without not measuring your trust between another or simply seeking validation. It just means that you're bringing a sense of awareness to yourself and those who are around you. So what topics am I going to be discussing? A variety. I meet a lot. Various things make an individual anxious no matter what. Think about that thought bubble your English teacher would make you do to brainstorm to write a paper. There will be a main subject in the middle and then all the other thoughts will be attached to the main topic. Anxiousness would definitely be in the middle. Nevertheless, topics such as socializing would definitely follow. So definitely we're going to have a socializing. I'm anxious. Why did you create Stop I'm Anxious? Well, I created Stop I'm Anxious because I haven't seen a lot of platforms that talked about all aspects of mental health. I find myself searching for specific communities for many things that I was going through. And it would be hard to relate to the content because, one, representation, two, it's too vague, and three, it's not enough vulnerability. I'm a person with many phobias and etc. So am I supposed to have 5 to 10 support groups for each one? <laughs> yeah, I get anxious when it rains. But where are my fellow ombreophobias at? <laughs> I'm just joking though. But seriousness, having multiple spaces where relatability is limited is a concern for me. I love being different and unique, but I need a platform that highlights that in the mental health community and does not skip out the ones who would like to be heard, such as myself. I need to have a space where I could talk about some of the hardest times and not be judged while explaining. Without a visual or video that caused me more anxiousness because I'm checking if I look good, is my background aesthetically pleasing or perfect, asking myself why my face look like that, is it enough? You know, with my audio, matter of fact, I used to hate my voice because people would say, why do you sound like that? Or you talk slow. Or you sound too soft. In reality, that could be true. But why should I hate my voice based on the judgment of others? Many years of black women being silenced is why I feel called. Maybe another person who looks like me 
is anxious and anger is expressed because she or they are not allowed to softly speak their mind. Those words aren't being taken into consideration and are being disregarded. Our voice, our sound is not to be taken lightly. If you are able to express and utilize your voice, it is necessary for mental health platforms to consider it because the language is the art of our thoughts. When is a time you said, stop, I'm anxious, and how did it help you? So I can think of a time where I was attending community college and we take tests. So test anxiety is definitely going to be <laughs> a topic that we discuss in the future. But yeah, we were taking a test and I get really, really anxious during tests. And this test was determined, I think, our final grade. So it was a final. And at the time, I didn't tell anybody how I felt, what I was going through, if I even had anxiety. It was something that I kept silently to myself. And I could just remember I would just not attend class and I would just leave because I was so anxious so the time where I had the courage to tell somebody was in 2014 we had a test it was math of course math always made me anxious I know I am not the only one math can be an op (laughs) I don't know what it is but at the time math was my op school was my op I did not want to be in class it gave me anxiety so sitting through a lecture was already at the peak of anxiousness but getting through a test was like next to a death sentence and I just couldn't so I decided to put on my quote big girl pants and take this test amongst my classmates without any support and yeah once we started the test my mouth just so got so dry I started feeling sweaty Uh, I fidget I kept going in my bag because I just needed something to do before I reached a threshold to a panic attack so I couldn't focus on the material and it wasn't because I didn't know that like what was going to be on the exam it was because I just felt anxious because I've never spoke up about feeling anxious so I was trying to think how in my brain how can I escaped from this moment. I could tell my professor I need to go to the restroom. Or I could tell her that I'm unwell. And it just be that. Or I can be, again, put my big girl pants on 
and be brave enough to get through this because there's nothing wrong with me. I convinced myself in my head, there was nothing wrong. I'm okay. Yeah, I just walk out of class <laughs> half of the semester. But I I got this. I'm okay. And as I thought to myself, I got this, which I do, but I didn't get the truth of the matter. I didn't get how I was feeling. So I kind of just started to, there was probably a question that said 2 divided by 2 equals and I probably put 0.57 something (laughs) in reality it's 1 but (laughs) I would put the wrong answers because I'm not thinking I'm not using my brain my brain is focused on escaping retreating from this space I felt claustrophobic and so I reached that threshold where I couldn't do it anymore. So I decided to walk out. I just got up out of my seat and I walked out of the class. And I started hyperventilating because for one, I was freaking embarrassed that I just walked out the class. And two, I didn't even take my test. So I'm out I'm outside. I'm sure my teacher was like, "What is going on?" So she she comes out the class and she says, "Hey, are you okay? What's wrong? Are you not feeling well?" I told her, "No, no, no." I just kept repeating, "No." I can't do it. I I just... When you reach those thresholds and you feel those ways, sometimes you just cry. Like, this, there's no words to be said. You just cry. And I was crying because I didn't have the courage to tell her that I'm anxious. I didn't have the courage to tell her because I'm anxious, I don't think I can properly and effectively take this test. And I'd rather take an F and silence myself than to tell someone how I felt and feel about academia and just get the accommodations that I need. So I tell her no. I cry, I'm shaking, I feel sick, everything was just going bad, and she asked me, how can I help you? Didn't you want to retake the test? And I told her, and I told myself, stop, I'm anxious. I told her, I am anxious. Not sure if I can take the test right now today. And I need help. I think our goal is after saying stop, I'm anxious. We 
we acknowledge those things and then the next statement is we need help whether we can help ourselves or someone can help us and then after that it made sense and I think because I had so much of that inside I just started talking telling her I'm anxious how I've been feeling that's why I've been walking outside of the class for half the semester that's why I don't think I'm gonna do well on this test and as good as that sound and the crazy thing is I was proud of myself for saying how I felt finally speaking up to the teacher and my concern was always first would the teacher care they don't care about me why should I tell so I used to think that way but then when I told the teacher she said okay you can take it in this place where it's comfortable for you and you can take it again I think because of that day and how it played out and how embarrassed I was and so prideful I did not come back to that to that classroom to take the test um, with some type of accommodations and I think I just took a incomplete or a zero or whatever and sometimes your journey will be longer than others <laughs> sometimes you get it and you step into your truth and sometimes eh, it's like I'm gonna dip my fingers into truth before I put my arm and then my leg and then my foot and then my whole body emerging so yeah (laughs) I had a journey and I'm still on my journey to recognizing that the power is in saying those words and reclaiming the moment and letting yourself know that that it doesn't control you that you have the space to say so and you should feel proud of speaking your truth so I mean a negative aspect is the teacher could have been um, mean about it or not understanding that I felt that way um and just giving me a hard time but the point was to validate your emotions and validate what you're going through regardless of what others are perceiving of you so that's exactly why I'm here why I needed this podcast why you needed this podcast why we needed this podcast and moving forward so we have reached the end of this introduction episode so do i have any social media um of course i have a social media account i have plethora um uh, my social media is 
trainees are. Four, stop I'm anxious. Because you may say, well, why does Stop I'm Anxious have its own social media platform? Maybe we'll get there. But as a brand, I feel like Stop I'm Anxious and my social media, it's a community. And my artistic um, expressions is this podcast as well as the voices of others so i look at it as this is another area that i'm dominating that's cohesive to being an artist but instead i'm like the initiator of this art project and you We're all together joining in, making like a mosaic or a mural all together. So we're going to all put our names on this eventually. The more we add, add color, add flavor, we add all the senses into this. And that's the whole perception and goal of stop I'm anxious so I have two resources for this episode and I am not sponsored sorry not yet but hopefully will there is crisis text line crisis text hot Tyson's text hotline is service you can utilize when you need someone to talk to simply if you are feeling anxious you can take someone and a volunteer or assistant will be there to help you navigate through those times. And there are also mentalhealthfirstaid.org where you can go online and tap in there and look up the resources. And they have a lot of mental health resources that you may need from... Um, different areas of your where you are and they also have something for general health and depression suicide prevention self self-inflicted injuries and anxiety disorder substance disorder and other various support groups so I am also <laughs> a mental health first aid Responder. Um, I did a course of it and I got certified. So I'm also that as well. So I like to try to implement and advocate. I'm also a mental health advocate and get involved into those things and improve the quality and that mental health is inclusive. It is not inclusive yet, but it needs to be. And that is something that I want to work on. But it's not a me thing, it's a we thing. And if we work together, we get what we want. So, thank you guys for tuning in. I hope to...
excuse me i hope to hear from people because there are also um questions that will be um asked at the end of the podcast and i would like you to join in and give responses so thank you so much i hope i hope to do it again and i will see you guys for may the podcast will be monthly so may tune in and hopefully to hear and see who will be our guests and we'll get into these topics have a wonderful day take care of yourself and breathe bye bye